Well, joining me now is the one of the top players in the world and one of the uh, better guys you'll ever meet off the course, which may surprise some people, but it won't surprise those who know John Rom. John, thanks for joining me. No, thank you. It's uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, well, you know, it's it's funny. People ask me like, "Oh, what's John Rom like?" I watch him on TV, and you know, he seems like he gets angry. And this is my response to everybody: I "Go well." I played golf with you. Do you ever get angry at a shot? And they're like, yes. I said, okay. Have you ever talked to him? They're like, no. I, he's one of the nicest guys uh, you'll ever meet, one of the most thoughtful people you'll ever meet. And one of the reasons I based it, I think the last time I interviewed you after a round on, on PGA Tour was in San Diego. Um, and the events that happened that day um, were I mean, so emotional for you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and you, uh, you were so eloquent uh, afterwards, you ju- you just uh, missed winning uh, a playoff by one stroke, and you came off the golf course and got the news about Kobe Bryant. And I got to commend you, John. You really um, uh, put it into words what everybody was thinking about his loss. Yeah, I mean, it was it was right away, right? It was a quick turnaround of of me missing that pod, and then. You know, I was in scoring, and Kelly came into scoring, which she never does. And I'm like, "What's going on?" And I thought she was just trying to console me for for now, you know, for or at least telling me, you know, good fight on the back nine for playing how I did. And, and she basically came up to me, and there's no easier way to say anything. But she said, "Like Kobe died, and me and Rory were next to each other. Like what? Like Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident." And I think we both couldn't believe it. We're like, "What are you talking about? Like, are you serious?" And, and yeah, and I mean, I took myself five minutes and went and did the interview and, and, and said the truth and spoke from the heart. You know, it's it puts things in perspective, right? Uh, I could have been upset about missing that putt, uh, which which I was. I mean, I was more upset about how I started the day and not giving up an opportunity to win the tournament again, the tournament that I love. But truth, truth, truth be said, you know, you think about how things, how quickly things can go and somebody who who had had an amazing basketball career, who had just started in the next chapter of his life and being a great example for many athletes to come and what you can do afterwards. And Oscar, an Academy Award winner, which is hard to believe, right? An right. MVP, NBA champion, at the same time being an Academy Award winner, which, come on, Ella, does, how does that translate? And then the many other people that lost their lives on that helicopter flight. It's just, it can be... Gone in a second, especially for people like us that travel so much. We don't go in helicopters, we're in planes, but you never know when the last day can be, right? So that's why I think it's important to be thankful for what you have, thankful for the people around you, and uh, and just remember that what we do, like, yeah, I might be getting mad, getting mad in the golf course because what I do matters to me, and like anybody, anybody messes up in life, period, they're going to get upset whether it's the job or not. So I do get upset because it matters to me, but once you're on the golf course, that's it. It's done. You know, uh, life goes on, and and be happy that you have the people you have around you. It's the same as I can say, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah, uh, it's what it is. It's life moves on whether you make that part or not. And I allow myself a little bit to be mad if I play right after a round, and after that, we move on. And uh, and luckily, I have Kelly there with me, and and we resume our lives. Like if I had made a part to win the tournament, it's as simple as that. Yeah, no, I, well said there, and uh, I just I hope you don't mind me pointing that out because uh, you probably get that a lot, and um, I I, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, well, I had the same same people uh, people asking about Tyrrell Hatton, who I was just with when he won the Arnold Palmer, 
And uh, same thing, like I found him a very engaging fellow um, in interviews and, uh, you know, has got a good sense of humor on the course. Uh, he certainly has his moments uh, on there. But that's, I mean, what you guys are playing for, I mean, the stakes are so high, um, not just talking financial, but legacy and winning and um, all the work you put into playing. I don't think people people realize that the the amount of balls you hit every single day, the workouts, the nutrition, I mean, all the things that go into it, uh, there's so much passion that you have to have to keep it going and, and to try to win. Yeah, I would say, well, yes, yeah, like when something matters to you a lot, things things don't work out, I mean, you are going to get upset, right? We all feel emotions. It's going to bother you some way. And yeah, some of us react different ways. Uh, but what I think, not people being wrong, but you can't jump the gun to judge somebody based on what they do, what they do at work or in high-pressure situations like that, right? That doesn't mean I am like that in every part of my life. You know, it's... it's it's uh, don't judge me as a character based on what I do on the golf course sometimes because a lot of the times I don't show the good things, right? TV is pretty quick at showing the bad parts just just because. So if uh, if they showed everything, right, the bad and the good parts and the good things that we do on the golf course and how many times we're laughing and smiling, you know, you will see a balance. Uh, and again, like I said, we're not. I'm not the same person when I'm competing as I am on the golf course. When I'm competing, I'm there to win. I'm not there to make friends, and I'm not there to smile. I'm there to do my best and win and, and perform and hopefully win, and that's what I'm there for. Now, outside the golf course, well, I'm just like one other, like a, one more person, a regular guy who just likes to be, you know, like a simple life and, and try to enjoy, you know, what we have and, and be thankful for what we have. But uh, I wouldn't say don't judge us or athletes or anybody who's, you know, who's a performer in that sense based on what we do on the golf course. Uh, we are, um, the day we're talking here, a, a lot's going on in the world. Um, yeah. And a lot's going on in, in your home country. So uh, I just wanted to ask if you've been in touch with family and friends back in Spain and, and how they're doing with uh, what's going on here with COVID-19. Yeah, so uh, I've, been, I've been really in touch since the player uh, got canceled actually that Friday morning. I talked to my whole family just to make sure everybody was okay before we flew back. And, and, and yeah, I mean, they're quarantined. They can't leave the house. They're bored. Uh, <laughs> they're bored. I mean, to say the least, because you know, you can only do so much in your house, but they're really good spirits. You know, I keep up with them a lot. Uh, I'm talking to them almost every day. And, and, uh, you know, again, they're really, they're really happy people. Like they have a really happy family in that sense and they're all in great spirit and they're happy to talk to me when I call them and we have a fun time. Uh, but I think there's that really resilience of the Spanish character, right? I mean, it's just, they're going to pull through. We're really stubborn people to say the least. So <laughs> it's, uh, we're going to be fine. And, and it's always, it always helps me, obviously, when, when I talk to them and they're as happy as they are, you know, because, they could be, it's, I feel like it would be easy to lose your mind you know, when you can't leave the house for that long, but they're all, they're all happy. They're all in good spirits. So, uh, with such positivity, you know, it's nothing for me, but to be positive. So it's, uh, it's, it kind of makes it a lot easier on me and, you know, trying to see how things unfold here. And if we get quarantined over here permanently for, not permanently, but for like, seriously for a period of time, like they are, well, at least to know that, you know, 
the simple thing of just calling somebody FaceTime and just talking for 30 minutes can make a difference in your day. So that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'm going to do if it happens here. Yeah, the, the technology's uh, made it incredible. I'm watching my, my kids. Uh, well, thank God they have a connection to their teachers online because I'm a terrible teacher, I found out with my son. <laughs> just, <laughs> just Thank God my wife's a teacher. She's like, all right, I'll take over here. I'm like, yes, please do. Um, but it's amazing that they could still have some learning going on uh, during uh, this unprecedented time, um, you know, I'm about 20 yeah. years older than you, and I don't remember this uh, anything like this ever. Uh, maybe a snowstorm where I live, but that's only for a few days. I mean, this is going to be weeks, if not months, and it's very challenging. And we deal in an outside sport. Um, how are you dealing with uh, the outside sport? Are you able to, to hit golf balls? Are you able to work on your game at all? So in Arizona, you can still go to the golf course. There's still golf courses open. Club, clubhouses, for the most part, are closed. And basically, everything is a to-go menu, pretty much. You go pick it up and, and go. Uh, but I haven't, you know, uh, out of eight weeks that we're basically not going to have uh, the chance to compete, I, I thought to give myself, you know, before they gave us the news that it was going to be suspended, the PJ did suspend it for one more month. I was like, I'm going to give myself a couple of days before we talk to the PJ tour and see. And uh, just reassess and talk to my family, make sure everything's okay before I start practicing again. And then we got the news that it's going to be two months. I'm like, well, this is a good time to actually take some time off, work on uh, workout, and just take some time to myself. Me and Kelly never had the opportunity to go on a honeymoon. So, even though we're in a staycation, we are kind of taking it as an opportunity to to be with each other for two weeks. And then uh, if things hopefully clear out, I'll be able to start practicing again. And if not, well, we have a, a more longer extended honeymoon at home. And uh, that's kind of how we're looking at it. And she's laughing right now because she's hearing me. She's hearing me talk. But it'll be a usual honeymoon. But at least we're looking at it in a way, right? I mean, for how bad reasons or for the wrong reasons we're getting to spend more time together. And, uh, you know, we look at that as a blessing. Like I said, I'm trying, I'm trying to be really positive, and that's a way, good way to look at it. Whether you like it or not, whether you're forced to or not, you're spending time with your loved ones, and, you know, any second you can spend with them, any more any more seconds you can spend with them, it's, it's a gift. Well, so, that, no, you're uh, right. So you people that can enjoy it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And the two of you had two weddings, Explain to me how yeah. how you have two weddings and how much you were involved in planning both weddings. I wish you could talk and tell you that I was more involved than most people would believe. Uh, the one in Spain, I don't think we had much to say in all of it. Uh, my mom took care of a lot. Uh, we kind of basically told them to take care of this one. Uh, and we had to because we understood that every family member had the means to go somewhere. So to one spot. Uh, whether we chose, so at least we did a more Catholic, uh, a Catholic ceremony in Spain, and a more traditional wedding in that sense, with uh, mainly my family over there and some other family members that could come, and then a little bit more fun, uh, still a wedding, more personal because this we said our involved and but more of a celebration and a party in the U.S. with our friends from the U.S. and our family in the U.S. and the few people that could come from Spain, and that way everybody got to assist at least one, and that's what we did too. Now. I was uh, very, knowing me, I like to eat, you know, I have to be a rocket scientist to see that when you see me. So it's, uh, I was really, had a lot to say with food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, turns out I had more opinions than I thought. Basically, we were there with the wedding planner, with the whole wedding set up and flowers and all that. 
and I won't I won't say anything unless I'm asked. And basically, they asked me, and that's probably the worst decision I ever made because that's when my my the inner senior came out and they started saying yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, change this, change that, change this. And uh, Kelly kind of looked at me with her mouth open, like, "What the heck is going on right now?" <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? It, it, it's, a, it's a couple. You're merging two, so you, you should have uh, some opinions on that. I think it's fair to say, John, and, and folks uh, listening who have seen uh, perhaps some videos uh, in the past, and don't be offended by this, but I don't think you're the best athlete in your marriage. I think Kelly's a better athlete. Oh, she's a better athlete? Come on. Well, uh, I'm, well you've only seen me play golf. No, I well, no, I, 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 and I, American football, which I didn't know existed until I came to the U.S. <laughs> I'm I'm judging. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, she is, she is. She is an athlete. I mean, she she grew up playing tennis. Did all her recruiting for tennis. Decided to quit. Walked into the track team, threw javelin, and then afterwards picked up boxing and many other sports. So she she definitely is an athlete. She's very strong. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely try not to mess with her because she can outrun me. She can hit me hard. She can throw a javelin at me. It's, uh, any ways where she can actually beat me down. So, uh, you know, basically forces me to be the best version of myself. Well, yes. No, I'm judging it on the TCU football uh, complex where she she did a reverse pivot and then threw a dart to you down the field. I was like, wow. Well, and she's throwing, that was was a college-sized football, right? I mean, fully inflated. Uh, If she's throwing more like a mid-size or a smaller one that fits her hand a little bit better, uh, where she won't be breaking her nails every other throw, <laughs> she can actually throw it better and further than you that you see on that video. I, I've seen them; she can get close to fifty yards. <laughs> well, she's very nice. She always says hello to uh, me and my colleagues on PJ Tour Radio, and uh, she's very nice to talk to. So tell her hello for us. Um, I wanted to ask you about the Olympics. It, it as we're talking, yeah. looks like it might be postponed. Uh, I mean, I assume that's a goal for you to play in the Olympic Games or with a Ryder Cup year. Or you weighing the both? I mean, I don't see the Olympics happening as in right now. Yeah, which is well, sad. I mean, which is sad because you know yeah. that's, that's a that's a dream for many athletes to compete for their country. I wouldn't see. I mean, I hope they can somehow postpone them at some point. Uh, I don't know if they can or not. Uh, uh, but it's it's probably going to happen. I mean. You know, they can't get the qualifying process going on. You have many athletes in Spain, Italy, and France. They're not going to be able to train for a month. It wouldn't be fair to them. And then if things they can keep progressing like this, there's going to be many athletes throughout the world that can practice and get ready. And, you know, the Olympics are the ultimate, uh, you know, athletic achievement, right? So if you're if you're training for many years to try to win a gold medal, and now all of a sudden towards the end, you can't practice for a month or more. It's just not fair for the athletes either. So, uh, and who knows what's going to happen, how things are going, right? If this keeps getting extended, uh, who knows what's going to happen. But uh, I think they will be postponed. Uh, I'm not going to say, you know, I think they should, but I think they will be. Obviously, as an athlete, I would love to compete. I would love to represent Spain and uh, hopefully win a medal for Spain, hopefully win a gold medal. But uh, it's, it's tough. I don't know. It's it's going to be difficult. Yeah, it certainly looks challenging there. And uh, a lot of golf fans heard that and said, ah, don't worry about the Olympics, uh, the Ryder Cup. And <laughs> oh, we all want to see the Ryder Cup happen. We all hope certainly the Open Championship uh, can happen. U.S. Open looks doubtful at this point because of qualifiers and such. There's so, But there's so much we don't yeah. know, John. So it's like 
as you said, uh, take this time and pause and, and only worry about what we can control, right? And that's how we spend time with each other. That's exactly what I'm saying. And like for all these people worried on my list, there's bigger things to worry about in the world right now. And uh, whether we play a U.S. Open or not, whether we play Ryder Cup or not, whether we play golf or not, should not be the priority, right? Obviously, I know a lot of people are thinking about it, but uh, making sure this virus is taken care of and basically, you know, forgot about as soon as possible uh, is is the main priority. So I think everybody should be doing their part to stay at home and, and you know, wash your hands and, and just try to be as clean as possible and, and do your part to to stop the spread of the virus. And that's uh, that's what I think people should be focusing on. And uh, once things clear out and we can start maybe thinking about future schedule and, and when to play golf, golf tournaments and, uh, and majors, we can, uh, we can resume this conversation. But as in right now, just, you know, spend time with your family, uh, which is a gift again. And, uh, and just, you know, focus on yourself. It's a great time to kind of maybe be selfish and focus on your own. And, uh, and, you know, we can talk about tournaments and events and, and, uh, and sports when, uh, when time comes. Final thing, John, I'd be remiss to uh, not tell you this. Uh, I, so uh, out of my two, I, uh, a girl and two boys, my daughter's 17, my older son's 15, and the younger one's 10, whom you met, uh, you're kind enough to sign his flag in the parking lot yeah. at, at San Diego. Very, He was very shy. When we got done, he's like, wow, that was so great. That was John Rom. And there are a few things that my 15-year-old is in awe of with my 10-year-old and what my 10-year-old Dylan told my 15-year-old, I, I met John Rom and got his autograph. He's like, "You what? You met John Rom?" So, uh, you you helped my ten year old be cool to my fifteen year old. So he wanted me to thank you for that. <laughs> hey, I'm the youngest in my family, so I get it. I understand it. <laughs> I know how you feel, so I'm, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> yeah, that was very cool of you. Thank you so much for the time, John. Uh, all the best to you and Kelly and your family over in Spain as we uh, get through this. Thank you very much. Thanks again, Kevin. And uh, best to you guys as well. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you soon out on the PGA Tour.